yourself in church. Now, come on. I'm joking, of course. Ah, it's good to be in church. How many glad to be here? One, one of you, thank you. Right there at the back, I see you. I see your hand. So this morning, I want to talk about the light of the revelation of Jesus Christ and what the light means as opposed to darkness and what it means that those who have been in darkness, Isaiah prophesied, have seen a great light. And we know that great light is Jesus Christ. He is the light of the world. And as we come into 2020 and we think about uh, our vision going forward, we think about the revelation that Christ wants to have for us, we think about how it's important that we see clearly and that we are not stumbling around. We're not just missing the mark. And this coming year, I really want to get into the Word of God, into a greater depth of the Word of God and see how the Word of God can be a light unto our path and a lamp unto our feet. It's interesting, that's what the psalm says about the Word of God. It's not just our feet that illuminated so we don't stumble, but it's also that we can see clearly forward, knowing which way to go. And as we see the light so clearly, we come out of a dark place into the perfection that God has for us. And I don't mean that we are yet perfected, but we're always looking for ways that God will direct us. And then what happens when my life doesn't match up to the way I know God wants me to live? What happens? What about grace? What about forgiveness? What if I stumble? What if I fall? What can I learn from my past and my failures that will help me to not stumble again? Can I get the revelation of the past to shine light on my past that I don't have to live that way anymore. That I can make a decision. Isn't that what repentance is about? And Jesus came to preach repentance and to turn people away. And repentance is almost looking back. It's hindsight saying, you know where I'd gone wrong? I'm not going there again. And allow the light of God to fill the dark areas that you've hidden from him. And let your life be full of light, which is my message this morning, being full of light. Psalm 56, verse 13. If you have a Bible, you can follow along on one of these tablets. Um, You can follow along. I'm going to try and pack in quite a bit of scripture this morning. It says this, For you have delivered me from death, and you've delivered my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. You know, when we walk in the light of Jesus Christ, we don't stumble in our sinful choices. We are compelled by the light to resist temptations of our flesh. And our decision whether to walk into sin or to walk away from sin will have an effect on the brightness of our daily lives. And then I want to talk about bringing the light of God's grace and his truth You know, those two come together, the grace and truth come together in Jesus Christ to bring forward that light to all human beings, bringing the good news, which is the truth about God. But we should no longer walk in darkness, the scripture says, for we are illuminated by his Holy Spirit. 
You know, Paul had a lot to talk about darkness. In my preparation today, I just put in darkness into the little search into my Bible app. And it comes up so many time, time again that Paul says, he says things like, in the past to the Ephesians, you were full of darkness, but now you're full of light in the Lord. So now live like children who belong to the light. Later in Ephesians, he says, have nothing to do with the things done in darkness. They're not worth anything. They just show that they are wrong. Again, in Ephesians, it says, Our fight is not against people of the earth, but against rulers and authorities and powers of this world's darkness, against the spiritual powers of evil in the heavenly world. To the Colossians, he says, God has freed us from the power of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his dear Son. In Thessalonians, he says, you are people who belong to the light and to the day you do not belong to the night or to the darkness. In Hebrews, he says, you've not come to the mountain burning with fire. You've not come to darkness, to sadness, to storms. I tell you, there's so many people that are living in dark clouds. You know, you ever say that? Someone says there's a cloud of darkness over your life. You need to come into the light of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Come to the truth. Peter says it like this. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You're God's own possession. You were chosen to tell about the wonderful acts of God who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. You know, the first time we see the contrast between light and darkness is right there in the beginning. Going back to Jesus and what he did in creation. In the beginning, John says, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his light, and his light was the life of men. You know, this idea of Christ becoming the Word of truth, and that Word of truth brings light. You know, when people live in darkness, is because when they're surrounded by lies. They're surrounded by lies and they don't even know the difference between what is truth and what is a lie. And you see this at the end of Jesus' ministry where he's having a conversation with Pilate and Pilate's like, come on, tell me who you are. Are you the king of Jews? Are you this? Is this your kingdom? And he says, my kingdom is not of this world. He says, but people who listen to me are people that belong to the truth. This is John 18. You can have a read this later. And Pilate's like, what is truth? And it's almost like Jesus is saying, I am truth. I am that light of that revelation. Where you see darkness, you see lies. Where you see truth, you see the light. In the beginning, he, he, he comes and he is God and he's with God and he speaks that word and that word is Christ himself. And then John goes on to say he was full of grace and truth. And I wonder where the connection, I've been trying to figure this out, where's the connection between light and grace or light and truth? Where's this connection between his word and he speaks? And what is God doing there in the beginning? Speaking things into existence through the word, through the logos, through truth. And he says it's good. It's good when we speak the truth because when we speak the truth, we speak light into situations. When we speak lies, we're trying to cover things up and pretend, you know, as if we can pretend, as if we can deceive God himself. But we need to come out of that deception, out of those lies and start speaking the truth. And I tell you, there's healing that comes when we start to speak the truth of God's life in us. It says in John 
1 verse 4, he says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. You know, darkness can never overcome light. The light always wins. This is Jesus, the light of the world, and the darkness cannot hide, cannot escape the light. The light has to banish it away. And if we're feeling like we're covered in that cloud of darkness, if we're feeling maybe it's through depression, maybe it's through anxiety, maybe we've been to such a dark place that we've even considered taking our own lives. You know, God doesn't want us to walk in darkness. He has his amazing light for us and truth for us. You see, Christ goes one step further. He doesn't just say, I am the light of the world. He says, you are now the light of the world. You are supposed to shine brightly. And it's like, not that we have our own light within ourselves, but we're supposed to reflect his life. He is the light of mankind. And he shines his light in us like the moon, reflecting the sun, just like we reflect the Son of God. And we're supposed to be seen by others because we're made in the image of God. We're made to reflect in Him. We're made to live in union with Him, to reflect Him and to His goodness. God spoke time and time again the truth, speaking things into existence, His word of truth, His grace and truth coming through that divine Logos. And God says, It's good. It's good. We can work with this. We can go with this. And Jesus later says that I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus speaks things into proper being, speaking things how they should be. And that God's word is the truth that we need to be speaking. You know, if we've believed lies about ourselves and we can get caught up in our own deception we need to turn to the word of god and allow the word of god to speak truth into our lives of who we are in one john he says we are children of god we are already children of god but when we see christ we'll see him like it is and it will be further revealed who we are you know who we are is revealed in the light of jesus christ If you're looking maybe in the mirror or you're looking in the mirror of society or social media, if you're looking into what others say about yourself, if you're looking into what others think about you or are you looking into the truth of God's word and saying, no, I'm a child of the living God. And there might be a truth that you've failed, that you've sinned, that you've fallen short of God's glory, but we're all in that same boat. But the truth is you were made in his image. You were made to be like him. We need to get that foundation of truth within our lives. And then when Christ came, even though we'd made our own choices and gone away from him, he came and he said he preached repentance and come to the light, come to the truth, come to the knowledge of of God. Leave that old life of darkness behind. Come into my kingdom of my light and allow my truth to shine upon you and let you see who you really are in the light and the knowledge and the face of Jesus Christ. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and 5. You've got to read this for yourself and, uh, and, and get into this. But there's a calling. There's a drawing to the, towards the light. But there are those who are in darkness, who are blinded and in deception. That's my point number one. Is let's no longer keep things in the dark. No longer keeping things in the dark. The light of humans is found in doing things truthfully and honestly. 
Because when we lie, in fact, we only really deceive ourselves. And some people are so full of lies. You know, Jesus says, you're like the the, the father of lies. He's your father. He said that to uh, to the people who are challenging him. But often we lie because we think the truth will get us into trouble. How many have ever found that? You don't teach your children it's okay to lie. Unless you're a complete psychopath, then you teach them to just lie, lie, lie. If anything happens, just lie your way out of it. But we're not like that, are we? We teach our children to tell the truth. And we want them to tell the truth. But if they tell the truth, they know they're going to be in trouble. But we ought to teach our children that it's better to tell the truth and deal with things than to lie and just try and put it off. I find people can be very dishonest or they can give the little white lie or they can just think they can get away with it. And maybe in the short term, they get away with it. But I tell you, in the medium long term, it's disastrous to live a life of lies. Maybe temporary relief, but that temporary relief is is temporary. It's short-lived. But when we walk in the light as he is in the light, we begin to love to a point of depth that only honesty can provide. It ought to be safe to tell the truth. Do I hear an amen? Would you rather just be lied to to keep things in the darkness? Just for temporary satisfaction? Or would you rather people are honest? Honesty, come on, it is the right way. If we are... It's about being genuine, isn't it? But that doesn't mean you just go around offending everybody. Because the truth comes with some grace. And I tell you, if you can't say anything nice, then maybe maybe don't say it. Yeah? But stop deceiving yourself, number one. Tell the truth, or at least stop lying. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to those around you. Start to walk in the light. I love it in 1 John 1, John 1 verse 6. It says this, If we claim that we share life with him, but we keep walking in the realm of darkness, we're fooling ourselves and we're not living in the truth. There's the link between the light and the truth. We're not into just fooling ourselves, not just walking in darkness, but walking in the truth. And as we read and as we study Scripture and we remain teachable and we allow His Word as truth to come into our lives in a greater depth, not twisting the truth to suit our own ends. Peter says this in, is it 1 Peter 5? He says, I want you to grow in grace but not lose grip on the truth. You see, deception and darkness have always been linked, blinded and deceived by the enemy. You know, the enemy wants to keep us in darkness. He wants to keep us deceived. Isn't that his only strategy right from the beginning was to try and deceive? And when Adam and Eve were deceived, they hid themselves, thinking that they could hide from God. Deceived, they hid themselves in shame. And what has been hidden, God wants to bring into the light so he can deal with it. And the Spirit of God does that. He brings us into a place of light so his Spirit can help us deal with these things. We can deal with it when it's in the light. 
if things are hidden in darkness, it causes us pain. But if we can begin to articulate what is really causing us the pain, if we can learn to be truthful with ourselves and seek forgiveness and seek restoration. 2 Corinthians, I mentioned it, I'll read it. 2 Corinthians 4. He says, The good news that we preach is hidden to those who are lost. The devil who rules this world has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They cannot see the light of the good news, the good news about the glory of Jesus Christ, who is exactly like God. We do not preach ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord and we as his servants. This is why God said, let light shine out of the darkness. This is the same God who made his light shine in our hearts by letting us know the glory of God that is in the face of Jesus Christ. That revelation of truth means that we can begin to see where we've gone wrong. We need the light of Christ to shine in our lives. We need his truth to shine. And maybe that means we need to confess our sin. Maybe that means we need to be open and honest and say, listen, I've made some mistakes, I've gone wrong. That's repentance. It's like acknowledging that I've gone wrong and I need to confess my sin in order to bring things into the light that the revelation of his truth can set us free. Isn't that what Jesus preached? The truth will set you free. The truth is Jesus Christ himself is the truth that will set you free. But remember, and he said in Romans, that the kindness of God brings us or draws us into a place of repentance. You know, we want people to be free from the power of sin. Not because we want little robots, you know, that just obey, obey, obey. No, we want people to be free from sin because we know the painful, destructive, hurtfulness that sin has brought into our lives and brought into this world. I tell you, why would you want to hold on to sin? Why would you want to do it? It's destroying you. It's destroying your family. Why would you want to live that way? I want to walk in the light as Ian is in the light and I want the blood of Jesus to confess my sin. And I want to walk free. I want to live free. But you know, we struggle. Anyone struggling? Anyone feel that heartache, that pain? Anyone need forgiveness? Anyone need the light of God to shine upon their heart? You know when the Bible talks about judgment, it's not the kind of judgment that wants to destroy us. It's the kind of judgment that wants to embrace us. To say, let me judge rightly. Let me judge you in a way that I know that I've paid for all your sin, all your transgression. Jesus Christ comes again as the judge, doesn't he? But he comes with one hand of justice and one hand of grace. You see, that light and that truth come together because God is so quick to forgive. Maybe some people aren't as quick to forgive as God is, but we're not perfect. I do get that. But we can trust God that He, we can be honest with him because he can heal, he can restore, he can set us free. The only reason we'd want to hold on to pain is because we're deceived. The only reason we'd want to hold on to sin is because we've been deceived. I tell you, we don't want to walk in that shame. We want to stand before God 
as it says in Jude, he is able to present you in his presence, faultless and blameless with exceeding glory. That's the glory I want to be clothed with. I want to be clothed with his glory. I can be changed in a twinkling of eye. You know, I never stand up here thinking, you know, my life's perfect, my life's together. I give my wife a microphone every week. She could tell you. I can't hide anything. But who'd want to hide in darkness? I want the light of God to shine in my heart through Jesus Christ. 1 John, let's read the next bit. Here is the message you've heard from Christ. And now we announce to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with God but we continue living in darkness, then we're liars. We don't follow the truth. But if we live in the light as God is in the light, we share fellowship with each other. I tell you, that sweet, sweet fellowship comes when we're open and honest. I've been talking about the importance of, of home groups and small groups and we're going to continue talking about that in the new year. If you're not in one of our home groups, you need to get in one or you need to start one and, and we're going to really put an emphasis on that this year. But more than that, we're looking at those accountability partners, those people who we can be honest with, the people we can share truth with, people that will come alongside us and pray for us. I spoke about this a few months ago about I've got your back where we come into that fellowship and that fellowship is only possible when we're able to be honest with one another. And we need that kind of depth of relationship where we have people that will speak into our lives, speak truth to us, and that we give them permission to hear that truth and that we can pray for each other. We have this fellowship. Because we live in the light and God is light and we share fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, God's Son, cleanses us from every sin. He goes on, if we have, say we have no sin, we're fooling ourselves. The truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he forgives us because we can trust God to do what is right. He will cleanse us from all the wrongs that we have done. If we say we've not sinned, we make God a liar and we do not accept his teaching. You know, as a believing God, never need to fear coming to God as in God is going to burn us all up. But, so, you know, we do have to let go of those things that will ensnare us, that will hold us back. You imagine holding the weight of your own sin, your guilt, your shame. God wants you to let that go. And he wants you to run the race that's set before you, leaving behind those things that would hold you down and looking to Jesus. He's the one that began this. He's the one that's going to finish it. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. And our faith means that we can trust in him. We can trust in him that he's going to do it. So number one, let's stop hiding things in the darkness. Number two, let's begin to see clearly. How can we see if we're in darkness, allow the revelation of the light of God to come into our lives. Jesus says this in Luke chapter 11, verse 34. He says, your eyes are like a light for your body. When your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But when your eyes are evil, your whole body will be full of darkness. So careful not to let the light in you become darkness. If your whole body is full of light, 
and none of it's in the dark, then you will shine so bright as a lamp shining on you. You see, Jeremiah, I think it was, that said, I will make a covenant with my eyes because the eyes are that window to my soul. If we don't want our souls to live in darkness, then we need to look upon the right things. You know, sometimes we think in our sources of entertainment, we can entertain ourselves with such evil things, such degrading things that we know are harmful for our souls. And it only brings darkness. What is it that you're looking at? What is it that you're entertaining yourself with? What is it that you think will find satisfaction in your life that you're gazing upon, that you're looking upon? And maybe this is an addiction that needs to come out in the light and you need to deal with it. So many today are addicted to pornography. It's ridiculous. It's taken over our world. You can't seem to watch any thing on TV without the subject or the, the, the degrading of another human being coming into play. This ought not to be our entertainment if we want our lives to be full of light. We ought to leave behind the shameful things of darkness and say, God, I want my soul to be filled with light. I want my relationships to be right. I love it when it goes really quiet in here. Giles, you can't talk about sex in church. Where else are we going to talk about it? We ought to bring things into the light. He is in the light. God made sex, everybody. He made it. He, he made human beings to have right relationships. And there's a reason for right relationships. Are you feeling uncomfortable yet? Shall I go a bit deeper? God ordained, God purposed. Okay. Lord, I make a covenant with my eyes. Let me look upon things that you want me to look at. Let my soul be filled with your light. Let revelation come to me. Let my heart be illuminated. Amen. Jesus talked about this. He said, the light came into the world, but they rejected the light. They didn't want it. They wanted darkness because they were doing evil things. All those who do evil hate the light, won't come to the light because it will show up all the things that they're doing wrong. But those who follow the true way come to the light and it shows the things that they are done through Jesus Christ. Allow his light to transform you, to change you. Allow his light to come into your life and be your life. Jesus said this in John 12, if you really believe in me and you believe in the one who sent me, Believe that I've come as a light into the world. That by believing in me, you'll come out of darkness. 
I say there's people with the cloud of darkness that's been over their relationships, that's been over their life. And God wants us to come out of it. But sometimes we have to recognize where we've gone wrong. Isn't that repentance? It's not talking about penance. It's not talking about groveling. It's talking about a change of heart and mind. I used to think this way. Now I'm going to think this way. John writes again and he talks about this darkness that leads to willful blindness. And blindness means that we're deceived. 1 John 2, he says, If you love your brother and sister, then you live in the light and you will not cause anyone to stumble in their faith. But whoever hates his brother or sister is in darkness and lives in darkness and doesn't know where to go because the darkness has made that person blind. You know, God wants us to see clearly. That was point number two, wasn't it? Final point. Paul really had a mission to get people out of darkness. He had that mission and we have it too. Not only are we ourselves called into light, but we're called to bring that light into a world that so needs it. That's my third point, bringing others to the light. Paul in Acts chapter 26 says this, My mission is to open their eyes, to turn them away from darkness to light, away from the power of Satan to God. Then they can have their sins forgiven and they can have a place with those people who have been made holy by believing in me. And he goes on to say, After I had this vision, this is Acts 26 verse 19, after I'd seen that vision, after my eyes had been opened, I obeyed it. I tell you, it's not just that we come to the light for one time, but we're supposed to obey that light and walk in that light continually. Walk towards it, walk in that light, obey what God's called us to do. And this is what God called me to do. He said, I began telling other people that they should change their hearts and their lives and turn to God and do things to show that they had really changed. I tell you, there's action that comes with our faith. James talks about this, that you say you believe, but let me show you what I believe by the way I live. And we need to be that light, bringing others into that light, like a lighthouse that will warn those ships coming into the harbor in the darkest of nights. We are like that light to warn others. And it's been given to us by Jesus Christ. He's given us that authority. He's given us that light. He is the light of the world, as he says in John 8, verse 12. If we follow him, we'll not walk in darkness, but he gives us the light that leads to life. It keeps us from running into harmful things if we're walking into the light. And we're supposed to let our light shine. He says you don't hide your light under the basket or under the, whatever it was, the table. Well, one, it's a fire hazard because he's talking about candles, isn't he? And you don't put the candle and hide it. But display openly that all can see. Call to the light. The light exposes the darkness. It exposes the evil. And it allows us to walk upright. God wants to walk upright. Because his light is down to our feet. His light is above as well. 
We're called to be that light. Not that we can shine it in people's faces. You know, that's worse, isn't it? When someone's got a torch and they're just shining it in your eyes. You know, we're not called to be that kind of light. That's just that kind of accusing kind of light. Look at me, aren't I better than you kind of light. But we bring them into the light. And if you've been in darkness for such a long time, even that little bit of light can really hurt your eyes. And that's not my intention this morning to hurt people that are in darkness. It's not my intention to stand up here and shame anybody. It's not my intention. But my intention is that you could walk in, your, in the light of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. That you can come to that. That you can leave behind and renounce the things of hiddenness and shame. But that you can walk in relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes it takes time to get used to the light. Especially if you've been in darkness for such a long time. We are that light that the lost may find their way. We're that light that we can be a pathway to those who are in darkness. It doesn't take much light to light up a whole room. Just that little, this little light of mine. Do you remember that song? I'm going to let it shine. How do we shine the light? I want to close with this thought. Jesus Christ is the light and the life of men, the light of humans. How can we shine for God? He says in Matthew 5 verse 16, he says, We are to let our light so shine before mankind in such a way that people will see the good works that we do. And when they see the good works that we do, they begin to glorify God. How do we shine? We begin to live for God. We begin to live surrendered. And maybe that's the first step you need to take this morning. Is you say, I want to surrender my life to God. I want to give my life to God. And maybe you've never done that before. Maybe you've just gone along to church. Or maybe you know, you've done your own thing. But you know there's stuff in your life. That you know it's, it's causing you pain. It's causing others pain. And you need to surrender to him. And you're only surrendering stuff that you really don't want anyway. Stuff that you shouldn't be hanging on to. Stuff that's in the darkness. Stuff that's causing shame. That's the stuff God wants you to let go of. I want to give you a new life, Christ said. I want to make my home in you. I want to dwell in you with with. With, with the fullness of my light. I want to fill you with my Holy Spirit. I want you to shine so bright. Isn't it the righteous that will shine brighter and brighter until the coming days at Proverbs? It's time to surrender. It's time to surrender. You've gone your own way and you've made a mess of it. Let's be honest. It goes back to that truthfulness, doesn't it? You've gone your own way and you've messed up. It's not too late. It's not too late. And if you're feeling shame or feeling embarrassed, maybe it's something I've said, maybe I've offended you, and that's not my intention. But maybe the light of God is shining on something in your past that you need to let go of. And you need to bring it into the light and you need to repent. And you say, forgive me. 
forgive me. And he's faithful and just to cleanse us and to forgive us from all unrighteousness. We have no fear of the light. We walk in the light as he is in the light. Let's just stand for a moment. I just want to pray. We're going to close with the final song and collect your children. As I pray, if this applies to you, you just pray it in your own words, in your own heart. Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, as a light into the world. Thank you, Jesus, that you are full of grace and truth. And Lord, we accept your grace into our lives, for we know we're not perfect, for we know we've gone our own way. Lord, we also accept your truth into our lives. The light of your truth, let it shine in our hearts. Let us really know who we are in you. That we are children of the living God. Lord, we choose to live our old life of sin and shame and darkness behind. You've called us out of darkness into your light. I just choose to leave all of that behind and I step into a future and the knowledge of all that you've got for me. I leave behind the lies and the deception. I leave behind the darkness and the sin and I choose to live for you. And Lord, I'm going to need your grace every day because your grace comes with truth and sometimes that truth hurts. I'm going to need your grace and I'm going to need your love I'm going to need your continual cleansing I'm going to need your continual forgiveness I'm going to need continually to be washed by the water of your word continually cleansed by you Lord help me to bring that light into the life of others help me to shine so bright help me to bring others into your way into your truth, into your life. In Jesus' name, amen.